Welcome to the Quantum Biology Collective Podcast, where we break down the practical applications of this emerging science, starting with healthy light habits and going wherever the quantum superhighway takes us. This is your host, executive and life coach Meredith Oak, with a quick reminder that podcasts are conversations, not consultations. But if you're looking for one of those, do check out our free practitioner directory at quantumbiologycollective.org. All right. So in this episode, we are circling back to our series on light technology, um, specifically lighting and light bulbs that have been developed with uh, our circadian and quantum biology in mind. So in episode number 47, we talked to Daniel Ebbett about his company that makes circadian friendly light bulbs. So these are light bulbs to put in your lamps, to put by your bed so that you can see inside your house um, that will not disrupt your circadian rhythms. Those light bulbs are not therapeutic, um, but they do protect our circadian rhythms. So they're super, super important. Then in episode number 49, we talked to Ken Cedar about his device called Soulshine, um, which he frames as nutritional light technology. Right. So his light actually his light has therapeutic benefits. So it's something that you you don't just like you wouldn't just put it all over your house wantonly like you use it um, in a very specific way to address very specific needs, such as seasonal affective disorder. So in its simplest terms, the soul shine is a light box, but it's really way, way more than that because Ken Cedar spent decades working with some of the pioneers in circadian light technology. And so he uh, has made sure that this light is as close as possible as you can get to being outside in the sun. Now being outside in the sun is always the gold standard and always the ideal. And if we walked around outside in a loincloth all day, we would not need any of these gadgets. However, we don't, so it is helpful to have these things. Um, and there's there's a link to the Soul Shine uh, in the show, show notes. And again, that's episode number 49 if you want to look into it. Then in episode number 52, we talked to Jackie Jolie about red light therapy um, with a focus on animals, specifically dogs and horses, because she's developed a red light therapy blanket um, for horses and dogs. Then in this episode, we're talking to Kelly Bento about red light therapy for humans. It's a little bit different than um, a seasonal than the the light that Ken has. This is a red light therapy device that Kelly has developed. So Kelly um, started off as a clinician in the in the dental field, and she still is a clinician. Uh, we have another um, interview with he, her back towards the beginning of the podcast on quantum dentistry. And she developed uh, some red light therapy devices based on um, parameters that she, and specs that she couldn't get from, from some of the other companies that are out there. And she developed it with as a clinician from a clinician's mindset. And her way of explaining why we need red light therapy, I think is super clear and super easy to understand. And the basic idea is that we are all totally deficient in infrared light. And infrared light is something that every single body needs in order to thrive, in order to be healthy. And as I said earlier, if we were outside all the time in a loincloth, we would not lead red light therapy devices. Uh, however, we are not, we are inside, we are covered up. So it becomes really, really important that we are intentional about getting um, 
infrared exposure. There are many health benefits beyond just balancing out that deficiency, but that is a really good place to start. And without further ado, here is Kelly to explain it more. Enjoy. All right, Kelly Bento, welcome. Oh, welcome back to the Quantum Biology Collective Podcast. We have had you on talking about uh, quantum dentistry, and now we're going to take another turn because you have gone in a whole in a uh, a new direction. You're mm-hmm. you're uh, lighting the the red light world on fire. <laughs> <laughs> So welcome. Um, Kelly Bento is here today. She has a new red light therapy company that's doing really, really interesting things. So because we haven't really covered this topic on this podcast, um, I did get into it with Jackie Jolie, but the focus of that interview was our pets and horses and things like that. So we actually haven't done an infrared, a pure infrared interview. So that's, so you're the person, Kelly. You're our infrared. Wow. I I am the one. I (laughs) am the one. Um, Yeah. I, I, I took a very deep dive into this a a number of years ago uh, when my brother suffered a a hypoxic brain injury, Mm -hmm. uh, this became really, really important um, for him. And so that started me you know, going deeper into it, trying to understand it more and, and how could I, bring that into his therapies. Um, and then also being in, uh, in dentistry, we use lasers all the time. So, you know, I, I have certifications in advanced uh, use of, of dental lasers. They, they've used red light in dentistry for, for quite a long time. So it, it sort of seemed like everything was, was, was moving me in this direction. And so over the past couple of years, probably since 2020, 2021, I got really, uh, really, really focused on uh, studying this and understanding it and understanding the industry. And and um, I was working for a, a, a really amazing medical, biological medical dental facility. And I was basically the one that knew the most about this. And so I was being tasked with bringing it into the center for both the medical and the dental patients. And um, so, you know, I, I, I started to, to go deeply into it and, um, and here I am. All right. <laughs> okay. So how would you explain what infrared light is? We hear about it. It's like all over the place. People are like, oh, infrared light, infrared lights, and you need the infrared light and la la la. But for those of us or someone sort of new to the concept, what is it? So super simply, uh, it is everything for everyone. <laughs> uh, a little more, you know, technically it is, it is when you shining light on the body creates a photochemical effect and it changes biological systems. So, you know, essentially the way, the the easiest way that I've explained it to my patients is it's information for transformation. Okay. You know, so when, when, when you shine light on the body, amazing things happen within the mitochondria. So it is the cleanest, most efficient, most direct form of energy that your body 
fully recognizes and fully understands what to do with it. I see. As opposed to uh, like a supplement or a drug where there's all of these side effects or downstream effects or possibly other things happening. What you're saying is like a light therapy is much, a much cleaner way to trigger the body to do certain things. Yeah. Essentially it, it is, it is the cleanest. It is the cleanest form of energy that doesn't require any level of, um, you know, biochemical processes or anything like that. You know, food requires digestion, absorption, things like that. Light is direct energy into your cells and your body knows exactly what to do with it. So, you know, within this world, we've talked so much about uh, what to eliminate as far as light. So, you know, you guys have done a, a great job at really nailing down, like, you know, eliminating the wavelengths of light that are detrimental to human biology. This is, you know, adding the really, really beneficial wavelengths of light so that the body knows, you know, exactly what to do with it. It creates this, you know, tremendous amount of, of cellular energy. Right. And we were, and we are adapted to that, to that infrared light because it's outside and we as humans evolved outside. So we have a very, we were built to talk to this kind of light basically. Right. Right. Okay. Light is the software that runs the hardware of the human body. So this light is the program <laughs> that runs it all. Right. That's a great way to put it. And I think, you know, I I talk about this topic so much and sometimes I'm like, oh, am I talking about light too much? And then I'm like, no, I'm not. Right. As Until people think about light in the same way they think about eating healthy food. We're not done. We got to keep talking. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Junk food, junk light, you know, healthy food, healthy light. These are these are the wavelengths that are the healthy wavelengths that that you want to add into your life, your your health. Um, and essentially. I've heard it said that if you are not spending six to eight hours a day outside, you need photobiomodulation. Right. Yes. And that is, yes, as we were just talking about, like we evolved outside up until recently in, in human evolution, we would have spent most of our day outside. Mm -hmm. uh, not necessarily indirect sunlight. We could be in the shade. It doesn't matter. But like you would have been absorbing the effects of natural light pretty yeah. much every waking moment. And if not, you were probably near a fire. <laughs> right. Right. And yeah. we have now constructed a world where we're outside on our way to the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, the, I loved um, in your program where you really focused on that uh, melatonin and the, and the optics of, of human biology. And in that I've, I've taken one of the uh, infographics from that paper and I've posted it multiple times and I use it with my patients all the time because 
it is so clear when it shows that graph of visible light and near infrared light and how much we got at different at different times you know throughout history you know starting back uh yeah it, it just the the simplicity of that graph i i think is everything and you know it, it shows this bar of blue which is the visible light spectrum and then it shows this bar of of red which is the near infrared and you you know it starts out long ago with you know with with these big bars right so we were getting a lot of it because most work was done outside uh very few people you know before we became uh, an industrialized nation everyone you know most people worked outside spent a lot of time outside we weren't pulled inside through technology and so to see that infographic and to see where you know previously we were getting all of this this great light the visible and the, and the near infrared and then to see you know what we've done with the creation of artificial light through you know uh, incandescent then moving on to compact fluorescent then moving on to led and to you know to just see the bar you know wither down to just these little <laughs> these little tiny slits of 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 color um that that infographic alone i feel like really allows anyone to sort of wrap their brain around the deficiency how little we're getting right and part of the reason that we haven't addressed the deficiency is because we don't understand how important it is <laughs> yeah so let's let's talk about that in a little more detail um mm -hmm infrared light and why it's so important for our bodies and our cells to be in in contact with it so like i said it when you expose your body and we have uh photoreceptors everywhere mm -hmm. on every surface we are covered in photoreceptors and we are photosensitive so you know we're we're designed to be exposed to frequencies and to absorb them and to uh you know create these these changes within the body so it like i said it creates cellular energy um it it it, it improves circulation so by by exposing yourself to near infrared light you are you know improving blood flow to your brain you're improving all of these cellular processes that uh, that are that are beneficial to your health. Your cells get more energy. Your genes and your stem cells get activated. You know your brain gets more blood. It, it, everything works better, and it does it instantly. It 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 doesn't require you know this long process of 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 buildup. There there is a, a quantum effect. To utilizing light for your health, and you instantly, instantly experience benefits. Wow. Okay, so let's talk about um, red light therapy because we've gone. Uh, I've got a lot of episodes talking about different light bulbs, different types of lighting. Mm -hmm. You you just did a nice recap of the evolution of light and how it's gotten worse and worse and worse. Um, but most of those episodes we talked about from the perspective of circadian rhythm. Uh, so there's like, you can get a red light bulb that just gives off red light that will 
you know, and the the benefit of that is that it won't won't disrupt your circadian rhythm after the sun has gone down. Right. And there's like like uh light therapy boxes for seasonal affective disorder and things like that. And then there's red light therapy. And this is so this is I'm just clarifying because I've learned from talking to normal people that they find this confusing. So <laughs> I want to get it really, I want to make it really clear for new people. So red light therapy is separate from a red light bulb and separate from a, a traditional sad light. What, what is it? You, you said photobiomodulation. So this is like a photobiomodulation device. Explain right. that a little more. So it, it's light that elicits a biological response. Um, it, you know, we 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 know that that certain wavelengths um, our our bodies respond to them in different ways. So nature designed natural sunlight to be nearly fifty percent of it is in the red spectrums of light. So. Nature design, that red light is of the utmost importance as far as wavelengths of light. Whereas, you know, nearly half of it, every minute of every day is important to us. It's creating these reactions within our bodies. So, you know, whereas blue light it it sort of you know starts to have this like crescendo effect so there's a little you know the sun rises and and then it starts to peak and then it starts to fall so you know there's supposed to be limited amounts of blue light at different times of day red is 42% of all sunlight all day every day it is in in my opinion from a from a human biology standpoint, the red are the are the most important wavelengths, and we are so profoundly deficient in what our body needs in order for everything to run smoothly, efficiently, and in the most healthy, energized manner. Right, and so as you said earlier, unless you're in a situation where you're outside six plus hours per day, you you need some form of photobiomodulation in your life. So that right. would be, that, could, that one form of that would be a red light device. So talk about sort of how to use it, how to use it for general health versus uh, acute situations mm -hmm. and the difference there. So essentially I tell my patients, I try because this is something this is a technology this is a modality that uh is mimicking nature so i like to use it best to mimic when when nature would provide uh which you know like i said earlier i mean all day every day 42% is red but Early in the morning, within that first hour of sunrise, and later in the evening, within that last hour of sunset, is typically when I advise people to use it. Because I really feel, you know, photobiomodulation is such a, a, a really interesting and, and beneficial area that's being studied. 
but we're not there yet. You know, we're we're moving in that direction, which is really exciting, but but we're not there yet. And I really believe that we are going to find as we get further into this, that there is a circadian component to it. And so just, you know, from the beginning, let's let's honor that, uh, you know, and I use it early in the morning within that hour of sunrise, because for me, it just, it gives me energy. Mm -hmm. uh, it gives me a great boost. It gives me a fantastic feeling of just general wellness, general well-being. You know, my my mood is better. My energy is better. My brain functions better. Every, every cell in my body responds to it in a really positive, positive way. So, you know, I, I tell people, in my opinion right now, um, I think using it within the first hour of sunrise and within the, the last hour of sunset um, is, is the best time to use it. That being said, I have had multiple patients that are that are sort of doing different things. Um, this using something like a photobiomodulation device stimulates intracellular melatonin, really, really important. So some patients that are struggling with sleep, some of some of my older patients that have struggled with sleep, they have found for them using it later. Um, I always advise not not too late, certainly not past, you know, eight or 9 p.m., uh, but but they have found that using it later dramatically improves their sleep because it helps their mitochondria produce that intracellular melatonin mm -hmm. that their system just isn't doing it as efficiently as they needed to. And so rather than taking an exogenous supplement of melatonin that we all understand is you're not getting the benefit and it's really not a good idea to do it. This is the most natural way to induce that process to happen within the body. So, um, you know, for, mm. for, for general wellness, I think That's a, I just want to pick up on that. That's actually a really interesting point. Cause I have had people, uh, ask me, like they started listening to the podcast and they're like, so I'm getting the message that taking melatonin to go to sleep every night is maybe not a great idea. Like, I'm not a doctor, but probably not. <laughs> Unless you have jet lag, you know, like those just for a very brief time. Sure. They're like, so what's, so what's the, you know, they were looking for ways to like wean off taking exogenous melatonin because they have mm -hmm. become somewhat reliant on it. Um, so this is a really interesting option for that is to switch from taking melatonin to triggering your body to make the melatonin with a red light panel before bed. Right. Yeah. Or, or in early in the evening at some point. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It, it, it works insanely well. I, you know, patients of mine that have really struggled with sleep have found that using the red light uh, has made a, a dramatic difference, a dramatic difference in their sleep. Yeah, that's so interesting because I like I knew that about the infrared light, but I always I have always associated red light therapy with other benefits. But that makes perfect sense that it would that it would um help with sleep if, if your body's not making enough melatonin on its own. 
Super cool. And just yeah. when, so for your, uh, just to go back to your morning routine. So do you go outside first and then come in and Always. do like a, like a naked Always. red light panel? Yes. This <laughs> Which does is not helpful because we don't all live in places where we can be naked outside. <laughs> right. Right. This does not replace getting the natural sunlight signals. This is an adjunct therapy. Always, you know, I know everyone here does a really good job at really hammering that important message that there is nothing that's going to replace your exposure to natural light, no matter where you live, whether it's, you know, Helsinki or the equator, nothing is going to replace the importance of natural light. That being said, we're modern humans. You know, this is a fantastic adjunct therapy. So always, always get the morning light, get the morning sunrise light. Then you can come in and, you know, I, I like to do it. I go out, I get my morning sunrise, probably about a half hour or so on, on the days that I have to go into the office on the days that I'm home, it's different. I spend much more time outside in the morning on the days that I have to, you know, get up, get ready, get out the door. I'm outside. I'm getting that morning sunrise light. Then I'm coming in, I'm doing my red light therapy panel, and then I'm off to work. Okay. Yeah. So this, it's just, yeah, it's so helpful because we really, um, I think one of the keywords of this episode is going to be deficient, right? Like we, it's, you're painting a very clear picture and I'm glad you reminded us about that graph. I'd totally forgotten about it. <laughs> you should go find it, put it in the show notes. Um, yeah, that just how deficient we are in this type of light. There is almost no lifestyle unless you have an outdoor job. There's really yes. almost no lifestyle that's going to give us enough infrared right. light in our lives. Right. And so, you know, Carrie and I have talked that we we really wish that there were a way to test for that deficiency. You know what I mean? Right. Because everyone loves data. And so to clearly say, well, this is how deficient you are in light. So we need to start adding, you know, adding in uh, these, these wavelengths of light. So essentially using something like this, it's almost as if you're able to put, you know, a few days, because this is so intense, you're yeah. able to put a few days worth of light into someone. So where we're supposed right. to be out in natural sunlight, you know, getting 12, 16 hours a day of sunlight naked, we're not, we're getting, you know, I mean, uh, from a, from, you know, a, a great standpoint, if, if you're getting an, a, a, an hour or two of sunlight, you know, good for you. That that's yeah. fantastic. So, you know, to understand the deficiency and how little light we're getting and how much light we need makes the case for adding in, you know, a, a, a modality like this. Uh, and we're uh, honestly, we're so lucky that this technology exists because, you know, moving forward as uh, our environment just continues to, to change and become less and less, you know, biologically positive, using a technology like this, you're, you're able to add in, uh, you know, more benefit. Yes. Yeah, no, it's really important. And 
we'll get into, um, I want to talk a little bit more about the benefits and then I want to talk, get into like this, the frequencies that you chose specifically for your lights. Mm -hmm. So overall, overall wellness, it helps with everything, sleep, digestion, mood, all the things. Right. Um, right. 6,000 published PubMed studies, you know, I, I tell people, and I often send uh, to practitioners and, and to trainers and things, um, I send them, there, there's a there's a Google Doc that literally it is, it has uh, probably 5,000 of the published PubMed studies. And it's, you know, just, just type it in, just type in anything and photobiomodulation, and you're going to pull up, you know, all of this information because it, it it's so beneficial to the mitochondria. So it works for everyone. I, I've yet to find someone that didn't experience benefits. Works for everyone, wherever you are, uh, at, at you know wherever you're at within your health journey. Right, and yes, that's a good point too. This is like very very well researched. The yeah. there's so many papers. I, and I was listening yesterday. I don't like dip into pop culture too much. Um, so yesterday I dipped into like a, a podcast that was like, you know, what's coming up in 2024. And they had all these different categories, you know, politics and fashion and pop culture. And a, I realized I don't, I, it used to be my job to know about pop culture back in the day. And now I'm like, I don't know. I don't know anything, but then they got to the health section. Um, and it was one of these big name uh, doctors who has a podcast and he, he one of his top recommendations was to put it take your brain out of media and go outside like that's great right. and then they were like okay we're talking health trends like tell us if they're real or fake and they said red light and he's like well the research shows that it's good for your skin but that's about it and I was like what is he talking about like yeah. I have on my laptop a file of thousands of studies yes. that you just referenced. Yes. So I like to bring that up because there's still a lot of people out in the world who are like, meh, meh, this doesn't work and that doesn't work, but this works. The studies are there. I don't know if you just didn't read them or had some other reason for saying that, but the research is there. It's there. Yes. Yes. And I, I, you know, I feel as though they've started to, um, to recognize it and use it more. I mean, in, in, uh, in endocrinology and in, um, diabetes medicine, they found that red light, certain, you know, frequencies of red light, near infrared light, were, that was the only thing that, that actually worked in treating diabetic wounds that they had, they had no tools that they could treat diabetic wounds with. And then they found, then they started using near infrared light. And, and what do you know? Mm -hmm. It was the only thing that could actually heal diabetic wounds. So if it can do that for a system that is so compromised with such a, a really horrific systemic disease, such as diabetes, where they have, they have nothing that they can utilize in, in, in pharmacolo pharmacology, they found light, you know, light could do it. And so then that sort of opened the door where, you know, all of these other areas were like, well, if it works for this, then let's see if it works for this and let's see if it works for this. And they just continue to go down the line. Well, yes, yes. You know, it's just, it's, it's working for everything. For everything. Because light is such a profoundly important piece 
mm-hmm. of human biology. Yeah. So now that we're finally looking at it, it's like, oh, oh, <laughs> right. Uh, I've I've uh, found this practitioner at Mass General, a Dr. Paolo Cassano. He he is a psychiatric uh, psychiatric doctor at Mass General. So they have an entire department at Mass General Hospital, best in the world where they have dedicated utilizing photobiomodulation for the treatment of all psychiatric disorders. Wow. Yes. And they they are even they were even treating, you know, within the hospital, uh, one of the interviews that I saw with Paolo Cassano and he's such a lovely human being. I I strongly recommend everyone look him up on YouTube. He's got tons of interviews. He's just so wonderful to listen to and such a lovely human. And there, one of the studies that they had done was uh, there was a, a one of the doctors that worked at Mass General was struggling with depression, and none of the medications were helping her, and they were actually making it very hard for her to do her job. And so, she connected with Paolo within the hospital and became part of his uh, study, his clinical trial within the hospital. And so she would go into his office and they would treat her trans, they would do transcranial photobiomodulation. So they would treat her brain with near infrared light. And they did this three times a week for, I I believe it was about 20 minutes each treatment. After six weeks, six weeks, nearly all of her depressive symptoms were gone. Wow. It's a, it's, it's amazing. And they did this in a hospital setting. They did this amazing general doctor to doctor, you know, so, so this, you know, this woman tells her story in these interviews and it, you know, it was like, wow. So essentially these doctors have had to sort of let go of some of the paradigms that they once, you know, uh, just toe the party line on. Mm -hmm. And they're really understanding that they can use light for so many different things. And Paolo is so interesting because his nephew has Down syndrome. And so he was using light, treating the brain for so many different things. And every single thing that he that he was was using it for, he was he was, you know, recognizing that there were benefits. And so he thought, well, you know, what if we try this with my nephew with Down syndrome? Now, that is a genetic condition. And they saw benefits. So, you know, you can, light has this amazing potential to do amazing things for all of us, whether it be, you know, a a simple condition or a much more complex, more involved chronic illness. Wow. It's really, it's really astounding. I mean, I spend most of my life thinking and talking about this and I'm still, when I hear these stories, I'm just like, oh. Wow. It just never stops being amazing. Right. Um, And we actually have an interview with a mom who took uh, who took the program whose child has Down syndrome. Yeah. And she she experienced the same thing there. She had there were clear benefits to um, to his, you know, behavioral and cognitive. Yeah. Yeah. Situation when they started going outside and doing red light therapy. Yeah. Could you spell the name of the doctor? At Mass oh, General, because yeah. we sure. we have a psychiatrist in the program right now who is on the hunt for 
uh, support from like-minded colleagues on this very topic. So that would be. Super oh cool. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yes. So uh, it's Paolo, P-A-U-L-O, Cassano, C-A-S-S-A-N-O. Okay. Uh, he has, he has quite a lot uh, available on YouTube. Um, as far as interviews and things like that, that, he, that he's done. Mass General also, uh, you know, through COVID where they weren't able to get together in person and have meetings, they they did recordings. And a lot of those recordings are public where you have the, you know, these massive panels of doctors and they all get together online and, and uh, you know, basically a Zoom call. And and those recordings are available. I'm, I've gone into all of them and just, you know. Of course you have. <laughs> this is why you're back. on here, Kelly. Because <laughs> uh, honestly, we're not, no one else could do that, but you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, how our, our, our medical colleagues will likely do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Paulo, uh, he like, he's my guy. I love, mm -hmm. I, I, I really love him. Um, also here, here in Massachusetts, coordinated with all of the major universities, Harvard, MIT, you know, all of, all of the major universities, as well as the, 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 the major medical facilities, which, you know, we have, we have the best in the world. There is also the Wellman Center for Photobiomodulation, where they're just, they're studying everything, everything. So, you know, I'm, I'm working with some uh, local sports um, professionals, mm -hmm. things like that. And so, it's great, you know, being here, everything here is so tied to like, show me the evidence, right? It's show me the evidence. And when I can say, go to Mass General, go to MIT, go to Harvard, you know, all of these major, major institutions, they're, they're doing this work. It's there. You just, you know, it just hasn't fully gone mainstream. Right. <clears throat> yes, like all all of the light research, right? Like all of the circadian research, we're just talking about that as well. Right. Like that's all there. Yes, right. like it's all there. Yes. It's just for whatever reason, hasn't been the right confluence of of events. We haven't hit a critical mass of in the consciousness, but it's gonna tip over soon, I think. Yes. We have yes. no choice. I mean, everyone's so sick. <laughs> right. Yeah. And continues to get sicker. You know, the environment gets worse. People continue to get sicker, and you know the the uh, the science has to has to keep up. And 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 it is. I believe it is. It just you know if you're if you're not looking for it, you're not you know you're not hearing it on on mainstream media. But you know the information is there. Yeah. Okay. It's there. It's real. So, all right. Overall health benefits. And then you mentioned that you got into this due to an acute health crisis with one of your family members. So let's just talk about that for a minute. Then we're going to go into the wavelength. So uh, if someone has an injury, has a pain, has a, a, a condition in a specific part of the body, do you okay. put the red light right on that? Or how do you, how do you manage that? So things like this, you know, the panels, um, this is this will give you the you know the more area the more surface area that you can hit with light uh the the better the the systemic response the better the systemic benefit um there are also things like you know this this little torch here that you know you 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 use this directly on the skin so directly okay. on any any area um and 
this, this small porch delivers the same dose of light that these panels deliver. But, you know, with these, you have to stand for, for a safety standpoint, you have to stand a, about a foot away. Mm -hmm. Meaning, so this has to deliver a much higher dose of light because you're, you know, the, the, the dose sort of drops off the further you get away from it. Okay. Whereas this, you know, using light directly on the body where mm -hmm. there's no scatter, it gets fully absorbed into the tissue is amazing. Um, I mean, honestly, I've, I've started to tell my patients, you know, let's, let's create this sort of, uh, you know, generational health. Let's start moving children toward seeking light as as a treatment and understanding it. And so, you know, I I have so many families that are that are you know using things like the torch. And you know, if your child gets a bellyache, use the torch on their belly. It's it's going to work a whole lot better than you know any sort of medication that you really you you don't want to use. You know. Yeah. So. Um, my kids, I mean, I have, I have these practically in every room of the house. I, I never leave the house without it. I always have one in my bag. Um, my kids will always go toward light. If they're not feeling well, they're, they're doing the panel, you know, they're, mm -hmm. they're getting a systemic benefit. And then if there's something specific, like a very, you know, focused area, uh, you know, whether it be a knee or a wrist, a, you know, something like that, um, they're, they're, they're grabbing the torch. My, my youngest, uh, got an electric guitar for Christmas. And so, you know, he, he, he was playing quite a lot and he ended up with a, with a blister on his thumb. And, you know, next thing I know, he's, 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 he's got the torch. <laughs> <laughs> so did you design the torch differently because it's meant to be in contact with the skin? So the, the, these are my, standard panel. So these yeah. have four yeah. wavelengths of light. You know, we, we know the more wavelengths, the better, right? Okay. Because our body responds to all of the wavelengths that appear in nature. So in, in my opinion, the, the more, the better, the more wavelengths, the better. So, you know, utilizing a panel that has four wavelengths is really, really beneficial Two in the red spectrum. So red, Red is more surface, um, you know, the, any red light is basically from a, a, a number standpoint is anything from like, say six, 600 through 700, uh, mid 700 nanometer light. And that's, okay. that's, that's considered red light. Um, it's very bright. It's kind of, it, it moves from sort of like an orangey red into a deeper red. Um, and that's more surface, you know, that's, that's for skin conditions, uh, things like that. The, the higher the wavelength, the deeper the, the penetration. And so, you know, I have the, I have standard panels that have two wavelengths in the red spectrum, two wavelengths in the near infrared spectrum. The torch has five wavelengths. Uh, and these wavelengths are based on the work of Tina Carew. And I mean, she is the absolute, you know, brilliant maven of photobiomodulation and all of her, her Russian research and her papers on the action spectra of light where they, she really studied, okay, what are the wavelengths that the mitochondria 
absorb and at and at what peaks. And so, you know, the the wavelengths that I use in this torch. So there there are four peaks of wavelengths in in her research. That's what I put into the torch, and then I added in the eight ten nanometer, which is a, a really interesting wavelength. It, it it does so much good, penetrates so deeply. But a lot of the a lot of the research is showing that the 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 brain really loves eight ten nanometer. Okay, it responds really really well to eight to eight ten nanometer. So uh, so I added that in into the torch uh, and made it a you know five wavelength. But you know I get emails all day. Everyone, everyone that, you know, of my patients that is using it, every one of the practitioners, you know, Carrie. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yeah. No, our chat's all lit up. Like, does Kelly ship to Australia? <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean, the panels, the panels I can ship internationally, the torch, because it is, it is battery powered, which is great because that's what allows us to be able to use it directly on the skin. But because uh, okay. it, it has batteries I can't ship it internationally. Right. Which okay. is unfortunate. Um, but you know, I'm 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 working on on a way around that. So Okay. And that was sort of what I was I yeah, I was trying to understand why what makes the torch safe to put on your skin versus other things. And it's because it's not plugged into the wall. Right, right. It okay. runs on a on a, a DC current, no EMFs. So there are no issues with putting it directly on the body, every, you know, everywhere. Uh, I don't recommend, you know, putting it on your head. Um, that is an area I just sort of step back from that, be, only because um, I've been sort of going deeper into some of the um, functional neurology work. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just, I think from a, from a safety standpoint, uh, for now, um, you know, I, I'm, I don't recommend anyone like hold it directly on your head, but utilizing light, um, on, you know, on the neck, like on the carotid to mm -hmm. improve blood flow to the brain, phenomenal to improve, you know, lymphatic flow, mm -hmm. you know, within the, the brain, you have that, the glymphatic system, which is really, really important. And so you need proper blood flow. You need proper, you know, drainage of everything um, built up within the brain and using something, you know, certainly using the panels, you're, you're going to get that, you know, increased circulation, increased blood flow throughout the body, as well as to the brain in, improved lymphatic flow, but then also, you know, using a, a, a targeted therapy, you know, directly on um, areas. I've, I've started to look into, you know, using it on, on different, um, lymph nodes to improve lymphatic flow. Mm. Very, very beneficial. So interesting. Okay. And since you're, you have expertise in this area, what about using it, um, for your teeth? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I have, a, I have a, I have a vested interest in this because my dentist, who is a, a holistic dentist, I, I drive across the state, <laughs> across yeah. the county to, to go to him. Uh, wonderful. He 
he actually deduced that my tooth was dying by muscle testing it. Like where, you mm-hmm. know, he's like right out there. Um, but of course, you know, he's a dentist. So he has recommended a fairly uh, expensive procedure. Right. And so I'm just listening to you and I'm like, hmm, mm-hmm. what if I put that torch on my tooth? So the torch has this little attachment that goes on the top. Uh, so this can go, you know, right in the mouth, directly on a tooth. Um, I have a lot of my patients who are, have, you know, periodontal disease. I have them using the torch, walking it along the gums, mm. you know, and, and providing healing. And I have one patient and she has, you know, allowed me, um, uh, you know, clearance to, to speak about her. Very, very compromised. She is one of the oldest living diabetics in the world. Wow. I diagnosed with childhood onset diabetes when she was nine years old. She's in her mid sixties, very, very systemically compromised. Um, lots of autoimmune conditions on top of the, the diabetes. And uh, I've seen her for a number of years. Over the past two years, her things have taken a turn. And so her, her gum tissue, the only way that I could describe it is her gum tissue was like ground beef and it profusely and nothing. She tried many different prescriptions, many different rinses. There was nothing that dentistry, any level of dentistry could offer her, uh, to improve her, her gum tissue health. But, you know, I said to her, you need red light. You need red light on your gums. And so she was open to anything. And so she's she's local. So she came over, I showed her the torch, I showed her how to use it. And within five days, she sent me a text and she said, this is the first time in two years that I've brushed my teeth and I haven't spit a sink full of blood. Wow. Yeah. She was absolutely blown away. So you know, like I said earlier with, with a diabetic wound, if you can use light and you can get beneficial effect on someone who is so severely compromised, imagine what this is doing for, you know, for you and I that, you know, yeah. we don't have major, but sure, there are a lot, there's some minor things, right? Um, so, you know, for her, it was amazing. Another patient had a massive uh, blockage in her parotid gland. Her, the her entire face, I mean, she, she was, her face was distorted. Her face was so, so swollen all, you know, all the way sort of down her neck. Mm-hmm. She you know, had her hair trying to cover it um, because it really just was so uh, just amazing to see how inflamed she was. Nothing was working. Medicine and dentistry offered her nothing that that would work. And so one of my coworkers put her in, in contact with me and I had her start to use the torch and it, it took a, it took a bit longer, but it worked. Wow. And this is the only thing that's ever actually worked, you know? So, so she took the torch and like applied it to the outside of her cheek yes. in the air, in the, on over the inflammation. So what, where like, her where yeah so with within her her cheek is the parotid gland and that's yeah. where she had a blockage and so I had her I had her use it in you know different points certainly to mm-hmm. increase the blood flow to to relieve that blockage and increase uh, blood flow and 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 lymph movement 
So, but yeah, like the major point and, you know, for three, she did it for each time. This has a, a timer. So a timed treatment is three minutes. And so she would hold it there for three minutes and then she would move it to another spot and use it for three minutes. And initially in her really acute phase, I had her doing that three times a day. Okay. So when something is acute, you can use like more to start mm -hmm. to dial down that inflammation. You want to, you know, really hit it with a lot of light very, you know, more frequently to, you know, start to, to, to build that momentum to start to get things to heal. And then she moved toward, you know, doing it twice a day. And now just sort of as a maintenance for her, where she does have chronically, you know, inflamed um, and, and blocked parotid, just as a, as a, as a general preventive, I have her doing it daily. Wow. Yeah. This is so cool. Kelly, thank you so much. I think like you have just so beautifully and succinctly and articulately um, brought home how important it is for us to get uh, light nutrition basically into our, into our bodies. Yeah. And um, this torch is amazing. Like what an the innovation in the field. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. I, yes. I, and yeah. I've just heard just wonderful things about your products. You know, Kelly, just, just to wrap up, you know, Kelly studied the industry for a long time and would have all these questions about, well, what about this? And what about that? And what about this? And then in the end, you sourced your own manufacturers, you created your own recipe, your own wave lake recipe based on the best research you could find. And you've created the product you wanted. Um, and the, yeah. the portable torch that you can just put it right on. Like that's, that's amazing. So where can people find your, your stuff? So I, I have a very simple website. Uh, that's for a reason. I, I, I like Good. to keep things. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, like let's I know. Just buy everything. I know I go to buy blue blockers and there's like 800 kinds of infrared blankets. And I'm like, wait, what? I just wanted some glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So uh, I, I keep the website really simple. Um, so my, my panels and the torch can be found on my website, which is soleilwell.com, S-O-L-E-I-L-W-E-L-L, soleilwell.com. Uh, I can, you know, any, if anyone has any questions through the website, they can also email me. I answer all of the emails. That's me. <laughs> I'm the admin. I, <laughs> I am all of it, basically. I am all of it. So, you know, any questions that anyone has, they can certainly submit them through the website and I answer them. Uh, I try to do that as efficiently as I can. And, um, you know, I'm also on, you know, Instagram uh, at Soleil or uh, also uh, at The Quantum Mom. So, and yeah, any, any, any of those places. Um, I will just a, a, you know, a cautionary note the reason why I did this was because when I was looking into the industry to bring red light into that medical uh, dental facility, and I was contacting different companies to be able to, you know, source product from these different uh, companies, um, I, I, I got really concerned because, you know, within this space, we've all learned that you need to be really sure that what you're using is safe. First and foremost, it has to be safe. Our mitochondria are environment sensors. So if something is not safe, 
you know, if you're using something to uh, improve your mitochondrial function, and yet your mitochondria is sensing that, okay, wait a second, you know, there's flicker here. Um, that's, you know, that elicits a, 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 a stress response. Or, you know, if, if the electromagnetic fields are too high, um, that's also a problem. So, you know, you may think that you're using something as a therapy and you're actually creating uh, mitochondrial dysfunction because your mitochondria has sensed that that is unsafe. And so it's not, you know, your mitochondria isn't going to function as, as efficiently and as highly as, as you're hoping to provide with that therapy. So that was the biggest thing was, you know, I sort of peeked behind the curtain in the industry mm -hmm. and immediately, I mean, it's the wild west and nothing is regulated. Nothing is regulated. Right. And so, you know, that for me with bringing it to putting it into the hands of patients and for, you know, my, my brother, I had to be sure that, that things were safe. And so that's when I took it into my own hands. I thought, well, okay, if I can't get clear answers, because when I asked every one of these companies, how are you testing your panels? How are you testing that before you're shipping it to me? Um, I didn't get any answers. And so, you know, some companies will say that, well, they pay a quality control engineer at the manufacturer in China and they're all manufactured in China. Mm -hmm. and so, you know, when they so say, well, the, you're looking for like the, the quality assurance mechanism to make sure that the specs that the founder of the company gives to the manufacturer are actually being adhered to. Yes. Okay. Yes. And I will tell you, it's a real it's problem. tricky. Yeah. I lived in Asia. There's <laughs> it's a real problem. It's a, yeah. There's a I lot mean, of a lot of layers any, to that. Any company can pay a quality control engineer, but ultimately that quality control engineer, though you might think that they that you are paying them and they are working for you in your best interest, they're working for the manufacturer. And the manufacturer's best interest is to create that product for the, the, the most cost-effective way and get it out the door. So I have found with testing, with sourcing and testing that there were, there were some major issues. And even, even with the manufacturer that I, that I settled on that I'm very happy with, they very quickly understood I'm on the other end and I'm testing. Every yeah. single panel comes to me and I test every single one as if I'm the one that's standing in front of it. And, you know, I spent thousands of dollars on meters, thousands. I, I could have traveled the world with what <laughs> I spent on meters. I've spent thousands of dollars on meters and I take that role as quality control and testing and making sure, yes, these are the wavelengths that I specified. Yes, this is you know, as uh, low EMF as, as what is considered safe and effective. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, and I also had Shane Riley, the building biologist come mm -hmm. out and, and, you know, and test them in different configurations with his really, really sensitive meters. You know, I have good meters. He has amazing meters. And so he came out and he did, uh, we did some really um, great testing while he was here as well. You know, and uh, he took a panel home with him, 
you know, he was like, that's the one I want to stand in front of. So right. you know, I, I was like, okay, we're like, we're good. But I have had situations that the, the manufacturers had to refund my money because I, you know, I'm on the other end with my spectrometer saying, wait a second, this wavelength isn't, isn't what I ordered. This is, you know, wow. Good for yeah. you, Kelly. This is some high level integrity, people. Like <laughs> it really is. And it also speaks to why um I I like to feature products from people who understand quantum biology as a whole, right? Because it's yes. one thing to dive into the photobiomodulation research, but you might, as you just pointed out, you might miss all these other things that are also going on with our with our mitochondria and with our bodies in terms of you know, EMF, Flickr, right. all like there's, there's a whole world. To, once you understand the quantum nature of our systems. Um, yeah. Yeah. Things get complicated. <laughs> they get complicated. And so that's why when I have a product person on here, like I'll let, I really, you know, I, I really spend a lot of time making sure that they understand all of these things. So Right. And, and, I, and I'm not a, I'm not a product person. I'm a, I, you know, I'm a clinician. Mm -hmm. I'm a clinician. What is, yes. what is best for my patient? How will I be able to best serve my patient and my family and my loved ones and my friends? Uh, and, you know, and so here I am. I mean, I, yes. I, I never thought in my mid fifties, I would be, you know, launching a business and, and, here I am. So and here you are at doing an amazing job. And that's a really, that's a great distinction to make, right? Like you didn't come into this being like, Ooh, like what's the next hot thing that I could market. It's like, you came right. into this as, as you just said, as a clinician in order to create the best quality product possible to meet the needs that you are seeing and that you understand so deeply about human biology. So thank you. And Good yeah. for you. And congratulations on taking the leap into starting a business. Um, yeah. I'm going to go order a torch. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah. I'm not going to lie. They're amazing. They're amazing. Yes. No, I've heard such good feedback and I'm just really excited for you and um, really, really pleased that you're doing this. So, and thank you for coming and sharing about it. Thanks so much, Meredith. And we will have you back <laughs> for, for interview number three. Thanks, Kelly. Yeah, thank you. This has been the Quantum Biology Collective Podcast. To find a practitioner who practices from this point of view, visit our directory at quantumbiologycollective.org. If you are a practitioner, definitely take a look at the Applied Quantum Biology Certification, a six-week study of the science of the new human health paradigm and its practical application with your patients and clients. We also love to feature graduates of the program on this very podcast. Until next time, the QBC.